Listeners be advised. The Holiloquy podcast discuss matters related to the human experience and many that are sexual in nature. Due to this, some conversations may surround triggering topics such as sexual violence, self-harm, abuse, and much more. Please be advised, a list of crisis and psychological resources will be available in the show notes of this episode. With that said, let's get started with the show. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention please as we go through the following safety instructions. In the event that there is a loss of cabin pressure, oxygen mask will drop from the overhead. Place the mask over your nose and mouth. Breathe normally as oxygen is flowing even if the mask is not Be sure to adjust your own mask before helping others. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to the Holiloquy podcast, where we step out and speak on sexuality. This is your favorite host, Vernon T. Scott, also known as Slater Jackson, and for you freaking motherfuckers out there, Sebastian Adams. On today's episodes, we are getting into the beds of strangers or even somebody that we've known for some time and just was like, you know what? I wonder what that sex is like. Who knows? We're just talking about one night stands. And to talk about this subject with me, I have my friend Fortis on the line. How are you doing today, good sir? Good afternoon. How y'all doing? Thank you for having me back on here. Yeah, it's a pleasure to have you back. So it is a brand new fucking season. Uh, no, some uh, I don't know exactly how I'm going to organize everything. So this episode might be one of the first ones y'all hear, or it might be like a third. Who knows? Um, but with it being a brand new season, and um, of course, people, y'all need to go back and listen to last season so you can um, learn more about this gentleman as well as uh, his intellect about the topics that we discussed last year. Uh, all that other great stuff, but uh, I would like for you, Mr. Fortis, to uh, reintroduce yourself to everybody just so that they know who the fuck you are. Thank you. Hey, y'all, my name is Fortis, and I'm here just on behalf of Sebastian Adams just to have fun and just talk about freaky topics. Thank you, and how, thank you. Perfect. Well, hey, thank you so much for joining. Okay, so y'all. Uh, with this episode, we're going to start off with some personal experiences um, wow. of one night stands. So, Fortis, if you don't mind um, getting us started, what is one of your personal experiences uh, for, you know, like a one night stand? How have, have those gone for you in the past? In the past, I will be quite frank with you. When I first got into the whole hook, one night stand on phase, Mm-hmm. It was quite interesting. I would say for, for both the best and worst, mm-hmm. because you meet some interesting people, you get to exchange like knowledge and everything like that. But for the most part, the worst part was when there was not a mutual agreement or there was some kind of inconsistency. So I think it's crazy. So it's based on just a variety of factors. But with this particular experience I had was basically when I had I was back up in Ohio. Mm. So around that period of time, I was having my little moment. I was meeting different guys. And there was two gentlemen that I had remember I met, but these are separate stories, separate occasions. Mm. On one occasion, I remember I met this gentleman. This guy, this particular gentleman right here, we had met on Jack. Now, 
everything was okay. Everything was cool. We was just exchanging like information as far as like what we like doing and everything like that. And I think on the very night that we actually got the first chance to hook up, I took the upon I took a, take it upon myself to actually visit him. So I did by going on Uber. I had to do the Uber drive, and I mind you, I'm in Ohio. This little George boy don't know everything about Ohio. <laughs> so I, decided, I was like, you know what? I'm just guided by horniness. So let me just see what it takes me. Because I said I love a little adventure, and sometimes a little misadventure. Mm, yes, me first <laughs> it would definitely would. What were you saying? Yeah, you good. So basically, the whole situation was when I first came there, it was it was winter. It was like in the month of February. It was cold as I don't know what. It was snow everywhere. And when I first done got, I was um it's first got dropped out to the apartment i didn't know where i was so it took at least 10 minutes before the guy actually responded with hey you know you're in, in the wrong location so to speak i looked at this phone looking crazy and then there was a time where you know there was some people that were outside looking and i think there was somebody that was in an apartment that had on their lights on and they were just looking out like oh shoot i don't want nobody think i'm about to rob them i'm like no <laughs> i don't want to go out like this no uh-uh i said oh no so eventually I decided to message him again and I did and then he did respond. But get this. The dude said, either you come through like wherever you at, just let me know. Cause I'm going cause I'm basically at the store. So he basically going to the store. That what he was that's what he told me. So he basically was at a, one of the corner stores getting beer. And I'm just yeah. like that one. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. So you mean to tell me that you want me to meet you at this location and then while you out on your little beer event trying to get some trying to get um beer i'm like okay that's okay all right fine so it probably took within 30 minutes before he arrived back mm -hmm. but then he had when he first arrived he had mentioned that i think he had ended up telling me that he had another person that was coming mm -hmm. i was like oh oh so we making guest appearance now so this is another <laughs> special guest that's supposed to come through i said oh okay i said i wonder who's this guest star that's coming through <laughs> and it was one of the most craziest things because basically it sounded as if like he didn't really think I was coming through. Mm -hmm. So I was like, yo, if you would have just informed me from the very beginning about where I was supposed to be at, this wouldn't have been an issue. Mm -hmm. So finally he told me like come where he was because he was within he was in the cut. So he was within the cut over the um of the area. So that means I couldn't really tell from the beginning where he was. So as I entered into the apartment and everything like that, we had to be very quiet because he lived with other people. Mm -hmm. So he had family members. So I said, oh, God, I got pay, I got to be extra quiet now because I definitely don't want him to hear no craziness. So we went upstairs and I went into his room. Mm -hmm. So upon me first going into his room, there was a, a whole beer bottle collection that he had. I said, okay. I said, I see you're, very, you're a collector. And I said, okay. There's nothing wrong with that. He the room was okay. It was not maybe in the best condition, but like I said, I understood completely. But we still we had conversed and talked and everything like that, and it, and we had moved from you know having conversations to I was doing little tricks and little stunts, just like showing off a little bit, dancing a little bit for him. Oh, okay. You better you better do a strip tease. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> the only thing was that I do regret is I did not get compensated for that for that particular hour, and I should have been real compensated for that. Well, you did a whole oh. hour of of a strip tease. No, it was man, it was a little bit of a strip tease, a combination of everything. Yeah, you because it, you yeah. <laughs> You yeah, really got paid. He wasn't at that moment, like motherfucker. <laughs> right. I was like, okay. So I said, I'm just make this work for now. Hmm. And he was cool and everything like that. Hmm. What got crazy was when we actually got engaged in oral sex. That's when it kind of got crazy. Let me tell you why. So apparently somebody was ringing the doorbell. Someone was ringing the doorbell. And then he, I looked at, he looked out the window and I guess he looked at the phone and he realized like it was the other person, the guest star, the person who posted, I guess, who he supposed to hook up with originally. Mm. I, I was like, oh no, I was looking crazy because it kind of created a commotion. The reason why I said that was because the folks that he was staying with were kind of tripping Then They were trying to figure out like, who in the world is like knocking on our door at this time of morning? Early market, mind you, this was like around one something. Mm-hmm. And so the dude was like, I ain't gonna respond to it. They, they'll just have to leave. I was like, oh, shoot. I did not ask to be in no kind of fatal attraction type of episode. I didn't <laughs> ask to do <this." laughs> So I said, oh, God. And so, unfortunately, we had to cut the whole thing. We, as shortly after that person left and everything like that, and we, didn't get, I, we engaged in oral sex, I would say the oral sex maybe lasted for at least Maybe at most seven minutes. Mm. So after we finished, I think he, I was like, okay, it was good talking with you and everything, but I had felt like I need to leave then, right then and there. So before I actually got a chance to leave, I had to put on all my clothes back on, and he had to check outside. He had to check outside his door just to make sure no one was out there because I think earlier, I think around that time, his brother was still out and about within that room. So I had to say, oh shoot! But luckily, they were gone. So what I ended up doing was I had to sneak, take the walk of shame down the stairs, and I had to walk out the door. Now, unfortunately, with me taking Uber, I would have thought that being up in Ohio, I thought people would have probably at least still gave out little Uber rides around that period of time. Mm. Oh, no, that wasn't the case. So I was shaking, looking crazy in the snow, looking like, oh, God, where in the world am I where I'm about to go? And then when I realized like there was nobody who was in route, to pick me up, I said, oh, shoot. So I ended up having to actually walk. I think I at least, I don't know how many miles I walked. I basically walked from one side of town to the other side of town. Mm. And this was like in Akron. This was in Akron, Ohio. And it was like cold as I don't know what. Jeez. So I'm walking. I'm slipping and tripping all on the dang on streets on the sidewalk because there was snow everywhere. I'm like, oh, Lord. I said, I wasn't built for this. I said, God damn. I said, this is what happened when you think what you did. I said, next time I would never <laughs> use my compass anymore. I said, no. I said, God damn. I said, never again. Never again. So, but I made it. I made it. I made it around 3 a.m. maybe. Mm-hmm. And my family member, I came up there. Now, they didn't ask no questions. They didn't ask any questions, which I was thankful. But I was so low-key embarrassed. I smell like outdoors and everything. And I think throughout and I think throughout my experience, like walking on the other from one side of town to the other side of town, I know I had to pee. And I had to pee by an apartment. I yeah, I remember that. I had to pee by an apartment. I was like, oh shoot. Man. So that, yeah, that was a tacky situation at its finest. It was very tacky. 
So that's 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 a lot. That's a lot. Like um, there, there's so much, so much in that story that I just have to talk about. Like even yeah. like the one thing that pisses me off is like for me, I communicate. If I tell somebody, hey, I I need to like get myself ready to you know pull up on you or have you come over, uh, let them know a rough time frame might be thirty. 40 or even an hour um you just like hey this is the the plan here and while i'm spending all this time you know um getting myself ready to go out somewhere just to find out that oh once i'm ready to leave or uh, invite them over they're like oh i need to take a shower oh oh i have to do this oh i have to I'm like what what why didn't you do all that on the lead up to this like you had the time i gave you some space to do whatever the hell you needed to do and now it's to the point where i'm ready to pull up now you have to do everything in the world like i could i could just be watching something on tv i can be reading the book i can be relaxing i can be i don't smoke weed anymore but i can be smoking weed and enjoying that high but no you over here <laughs> talking about oh yeah uh, that's fine or whatever i'm cool with that I, I don't mind waiting and all this other stuff and now it's the moment the moment is here the moment has arrived and now you have um this on top of this on top of that that you have to get taken care of like like do going to the fucking uh store to get beers well you know i'm pulling up so like why don't you already have your beers Right, and that what really rubbed me off because I'm like, okay, I understand that if you want to get a buzz, I completely respect that. I have nothing against that. But please at least be upfront from the very beginning about, hey, there may be a possibility that I may be late because I got to get so-and-so. If you would have just stated that, I would have felt more comfortable. Because mind you now, of course, many people who may be listening to this, it, it it was unwise, especially being in a different state. I acknowledge that it was unwise to do a hookup, especially taking Uber rides because at this day and age, there's a lot of crazy stuff going on, but like I said, True. it was an it was a risk that I was willing to take because I like I like to explore. Mm. So it was well worth it. I mean, but it was also taught me like, okay, I know what not to do next time. The Holiloquy podcast focuses on the variability of sexual expression. When it comes to sexual expression, we often depend on pornography to illustrate how one must perform sexually. For those who have not learned this by now. The stuff you see in porn is not real. Pornography provides a singular perspective of sexual expression that is not often the reality we see during our own sexual encounters. The Holiloquy Podcast is a conversation that takes you outside of the compressed box of what many know about sex. Some of the topics we discuss includes kinks, condom usage, status disclosure, and past sexual experiences. The Holiloquy Podcast steps out on sexual norms and recognizes that the norm is not the only normal. Subscribe today and join the conversation. So it was well worth it. I mean, but it was also taught me like, okay, I know what not to do next time. Mm. And I did also one more thing. Now this person has been hit, had hit me up right after this whole issues so i mean even after when we had issues about all this miscommunication everything he still wanted me to hook back up and i told him no oh no i said heck no i said "Uh uh-uh no 
No, not at all. No, thank a lot, you. a lot going on, a lot going yeah. on. Like, and the other thing that really bothers me with like hooking up with people is when you, um, the lack of communication. Like, I don't mind telling somebody, like, even if that the person gets upset by it, uh, and they, um, block me, if they block me, they block me. I'll, I don't mm-hmm. really give them at this point, right. but I will tell somebody, hey, somebody else pulled up before you uh, even decided what you were going to do. Uh, and the other thing, I don't really give out my address uh, until it's a guarantee that our, uh ask somebody for their address uh, until, you know, uh, it's a guarantee that we're really meet, meeting up. Like, I've actually experienced something similar to that um this was back when i was in nashville uh of course i didn't have to worry about like taking the uber or anything thank the lord um but i was um just chilling um watching some tv and some uh someone hit me up uh and they turned out to be like a trucker and um and they were like yeah i'm here for the night um and whatnot also looking for a hookup and i was like okay whatever that's great uh we just was having conversation he was like oh um well we got to a point where it's like well look if you looking i'm I'm open but uh he mentioned that well i actually have somebody who's supposed to be on their way over here um but if they don't show up we can see and like a good 30 minutes 40 minutes passed um from that uh statement of you know saying that there's somebody um pulling up uh eventually got a message like well i don't think they're actually trying to pull up and do anything because it's been uh 40 minutes or so um do you mind you know pulling up on me and i was like sure whatever um so met them up and we hooked up and like it was a good 15 minute drive for me to get to where he was located and we hooked up and everything and <laughs> literally once we we're done he looked at his phone was like oh shit that uh that dude actually did pull up and i'm like but after an hour like how like how do you tell somebody oh i'm on my way and then wait a full hour before you actually show up like that's the thing that really doesn't like connect with me when it comes to hooking up with people or um planning things out is like don't say you're on your way if you're not on your way um communicate while you're on on your way or if you something comes up just say something comes up or if anything like let's say if um not necessarily that you're running a little bit late, but you know, you need that extra time. Like, hey, um, I'm actually going to, I'm not on my way right now, but I'm still looking to uh, meet up with you, uh, hold off for a little while longer. Um, it's just, I'm going through some stuff or whatever the case is. Like, communicate with people on what's going on. Like, if I tell somebody I'm going to pull up on them, uh, I communicate, okay, it's going to take me roughly 20 minutes or so to pull up, uh, well, to get to you. Um, probably like the 10 minute mark, let them know, hey, I'm still uh, on the way. Um, five minute mark, I'm five minutes away, and then, hey, I'm here. And then, because, like, at least in that aspect, they know that I'm in constant communication. Like, I'm not 
out here trying to flake on a motherfucker. Like, if I'm taking longer than five minutes, it's because I probably stopped to get some gas, and I'll let, let the person know. Um, but that lack of communication is the one thing that really irks me when it comes to, like, hooking up with people these days. Oh, no, you ain't never lied about that. I think a lot of people, I'm not sure if it's just the lack of respect that they have for other people in their time. Mm-hmm. I think it's a combination of that or it's just that they have an inflated ego. I think they think that some people are desperate enough to wait or wait on stuff like that. And I mean, it's like I realize nobody don't have to really deal, deal with all of that. And I just think that's the problem nowadays with everybody in general. I think people are so caught up in trying to feel themselves mm. because I think in some in some aspects, I do think it's either that they're scared to be rejected. So I think that's why they take take the notion of trying to put on facade of they're doing some something else when clearly that's not the case. Mm. Then you got some people who just simply just don't want it. Who just simply just do it just because they just in the moment. Mm. They just want the feeling of someone actually wanting to deal with them in that mm. particular moment. And they just and that in some aspects I have learned that myself. So some people they may be reluctant to deal with you because that person that they want to hook up with originally did not want to be bothered with them. So in a sense, they just decided to settle. Mm. And I think that's what it is with most situations like that. I could see that. Uh, most definitely those people who uh, are just, who like the idea of somebody wanting them and they have no real like intentions of really doing anything or meeting up. It's just the idea of meeting up with, with the person. And I actually had to um, tell that to somebody who, because um, they uh, hit me up. They were like, hey, I, I really want to come see you and all this other stuff and then they start asking like for news and stuff like that and i'm like okay first fam you're not getting that nude because i have no idea who i'm talking to it's like a blank screen fam so send me a face pic like who who the fuck are you <laughs> like i don't know right. you i'm not going to be sending that uh, and then like just having conversations and uh was like well you know um uh, we can meet up somewhere and if you don't like me blah, blah 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 and i'm like but that's causing me to do extra work like now if i happen to go to the mall and uh which you know public place and hit you up and like hey you should come to the mall and then i can see exactly what you look like then that's a little bit different um uh, a great meeting spot for people uh if you want to like make sure that you have cameras where you are waffle house waffle house has cameras everywhere i don't understand well i know why they have cameras you know security reasons but they got cameras everywhere um so that's a good place uh well most waffle houses but like I'm not going to give you my address for you to pull up and for me to be, oh, I I do find you attractive or I don't find you attractive. You can go. Like, why am I going to do that? <laughs> and on yeah. top of that, um, I let them know, like, hey, uh, if you are if you truly want to meet up, you will actually send a face pic. Like you could you will send something to make me feel comfortable with uh, us meeting each other off the uh, app and in addition to that since you're not willing to or wanting to uh are comfortable enough well i'll come to the comfortable part second but since you're not willing to do this it shows me that you just like the idea of meeting up with me and not the actual act of meeting up with me so 
you're pretty much wasting both of our time here because it's not going to happen. Uh, in terms of the comfort level, I, uh, I'm of the mindset that if you don't feel comfortable enough to send me a picture of your face, then that means I will not be comfortable enough sharing my body with you because that doesn't make sense. Your face right. is something that's public. My body is my body. <laughs> like, exactly. um, I'm supposed to be comfortable enough to be willing to willing and freely give up my body to somebody who is unwilling to share something that's open to the public doesn't right if you got facebook people know what you look like if you got instagram people know what you look like if you have a job that has a fucking badge people know what the fuck you look like if you have to be out in these streets to say hello to somebody people know what you look like if you have a family friends or a significant other people know what the fuck you look like but that doesn't mean all those same people have access to your body exactly so and that is, you know you tell you're very right about that. I don't know what it is. I think some people just love living in their head. It's a form of fantasy. I think some people really get off of that. Mm-hmm. I believe it. I definitely mm-hmm. believe it. Um, there was something else that um stood out to me in that story. Um, not necessarily. Well, I know that walk. Oh my God, you are a good one. And I love that you was able to do that because I know there was this one time uh, when I had to drop off like a rental and um, I was like in the process of transition to like a new apartment, all this other stuff. And I didn't have my car because it was only me. Uh, I was like, okay, my hotel is like three miles away. And there is absolutely no Ubers right now. <laughs> and I was like, okay, it's going to be an hour-long walk, and I need to find the quickest way there because it's kind of hot out here. Let's see what, what we can do. Um, luckily, while I was walking, an Uber became available. <laughs> and I was able to, like, you know, get that ride there, but it was also not, like, winter in Ohio at night. So. Right. Well, God was looking out for you, cause God dang God said, I'm gonna have to walk on, I'm gonna have to walk on this. <laughs> I guess he said, Oh, well, you wanna sit there and be stupid. I guess he said, mm. hard way. Look, I, like honestly, even if I feel as though if I experienced something similar to that, I wouldn't want to hook up with that person either. Because mm. well, hook up with them again. Um, uh, because it it the entire night itself became such a negative experience that they themselves have to be associated with it because they are part of the reason why I had that negative experience. It's like, I would not have been over here if you didn't invite me over here. Granted, I also realized that I chose to come over here. Right. So it's like, it's, it's, yeah. I, I just couldn't. I have to wait a full year, be in a different level financially as well as uh, spiritually and emotionally. All these things, I just have to be on a whole new level if I decide to revisit that. Because mm. that's a lot. Oh, it is. You ain't never lie about that. Mm-hmm. So you, you mentioned that you had another experience in Ohio? Yes, actually, I had a lot of experiences, but the, the top three there was another experience that I had that was with a um with another guy. 
So this particular guy was actually from Columbus, Ohio. Mm. And he was very interesting, a very interesting character. I can that's all I'm gonna just put it at. So this particular person, um, we linked up within the apartment that I was currently living in around that time. And everything was okay. We were having a conversation, we were just having fun and everything like that. He was actually genuinely cool. He was real cool. He came off very humble and had a humble nature to him. And he was very wise, and that's why I respected about him. So it was really nice to connect with somebody like that because usually, unfortunately, when you meet most people with hooking up, you know, some people are just so fixated on the the physicality of the situation, mm-hmm. not so much on a conversation. Mm, true, true that, true that. Oh, I uh, think you uh, accidentally muted yourself. Are you back? Oh yes, I'm here. <laughs> oh damn. Oh my bad. Somebody had called. No one. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Ended up muting you. <laughs> so um you left off with um uh, that person being um uh, you know humble, um able to com- communicate and not focus primarily on like the um uh, physical nature of like the hookup. Um that's that's the last thing I got before kind of with right. silent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So thank you. So basically, he was real cool in that nature. So we got involved at oral sex because once again, like I said, I mainly prefer oral sex mm-hmm. over in, that's just a cool go-to thing, and most times it it works. So after we had met up, we just we ended up leaving it from there and just agreed that we would hook up again. So it maybe was like a few days later where, and it was actually I remember now, it was actually on a Thursday that he decided wanted to meet up. Mm. But I had to decline that offer simply because I had other obligations. I had to help my family members out around that time because I was up there helping them out. So I told him, like, hey, I appreciate you wanting to link up again. But I said it may not be a good time. Hopefully over the weekend, maybe so we can um link up then. And he did extend that offer because basically he was saying he was gonna have he gonna have a hotel room within Akron. So I was like, okay, cool. So this is where I end up hooking up with the third person. This is where the third person in. That's why I say it was the top three. These mm-hmm. are the top three friends that I had up in Ohio. This guy, he was actually an older man. He was very nice. He was very good and everything like that. And he actually paid for my Uber. He actually paid for it. So, and he was very genuine. He was an older white guy. So I decided on to link up with him. I ended up topping him. I love the experience, by the way. That was actually... <laughs> Right. I, I lighted it. I didn't actually think I was gonna like the topping thing. It was very interesting. It was nice. Okay. And he also cooked Yeah, and then he cooked dinner. He actually cooked spaghetti and like some roasted vegetables. I said, God dang. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was I'm telling you, this guy was really cool. And I was like, it was so amazing dealing with somebody like that because he was absolutely cruel. I mean, outstanding with I guess his hospitality. Cause you went you up north, you think with somewhere being a location like that, most people ain't gonna have that mentality mm-hmm. where that southern hospitality. Mm-hmm. So I was like, it was good and refreshing to meet a guy like that. Now I will say this though. Now what kind of put me off because by the way, I spent the entire night with him. I spent the entire night with him, and I think what really kind of rubbed me off. This is what kind of rubbed me off the wrong way. Mm-hmm. So with our initial, before we actually got engaged in anything, that's, this was actually right after we had dinner and everything like that. 
So I had to make sure I take off my clothes, do everything, this, that, and the third again in order to prepare. So, of course, I had my little whole bag. So my whole yes. bag had consisted of, like, creams and lotions and I think, like, lubricants and I think, like, condoms. Mm-hmm. So I had all that stuff. And also, I had a douche bottle. So, you know, I always try to make sure I prepare because sometimes I know sometimes things like maybe I may be topping, but sometimes mm-hmm. some guys will actually try like bot- want me to end up bottoming because I had those experiences. Mm-hmm. So I said, let me just make sure I can um, do this. Staying this ready, guy, staying ready. Yeah. So this guy ended up coming in the bathroom and wanted to watch me un- take off my clothes. And he actually wanted, he wanted to watch me while I was actually douching myself. Now, I ain't going to lie to you. I was uncomfortable then. Because I'm like, generally speaking, I'm like, dude, I'm in the bathroom. I'm saying, you going to get you gonna get some ass and dick. I mean, come on now. It ain't deep. I said, let me have some time to myself in this bathroom to get myself worked up so I can at least feel good when doing it. Because mm-hmm. I was like, because I was really like literally in the process of douching. Like I was really in the process. He was just standing there looking. I was like, um, and I would feel comfortable if you know you kind of just get out the bathroom. And he was like, Oh, I just don't mind looking. I said, Okay, but I don't feel comfortable with that. So you can kind of move on, I said, and respectfully. Because I ain't trying to be disrespectful because I was already in his house. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to be respectful with it. So he did respect my wishes. So I decided to continue on what I did. And then eventually, that's when I, we had went into his room. And then that's when we had did a lot of stuff. Of course, we had did 69 each other. We I, I, I ate a mine. It was a whole, it was like a whole shebang. It was real nice. I enjoyed it. And then, of course, the topping part was very interesting. I liked the topping part. Mm-hmm. But the only thing that this is what kind of got kind of crazy. So when I finished topping him and I ended up coming inside him, the guy ended up expelling both come in. You know what? Uh-huh. I said, OK, all righty then. I said, you know what? I understand because yeah, you had just eight. I understand that. Mm-hmm. So I was like, OK, fine. The guy want to go for an extra round. Mm-hmm. I said, Okay, I was and I was a little thrown off because I it wasn't because I was tired. It wasn't because I was tired. Let's just get that clear. Mm-hmm. It was simply because I had a respect to I had enough respect for him that I would clean up myself down there because I know how much of an inconvenience that it can be for anybody for just playing down there. Nobody mm-hmm. wants to play and no, no kind of in that type of mess. But he, on the other hand, wanted me to go in for another round without him actually like clean up down there so i was basically like i don't mind doing that but can you at least like you know clean yourself up you know i don't mind i like out of respect mm-hmm. he went up for another round so he was very adamant about this so i got mad i was really hella mad and upset i had to go to the bathroom for a minute and chill out because i was angry at that point mm-hmm. i'm like right he's gonna try me but then i had to remember i'm in his whole house so I don't want to end up having these crazy situations where this dude can actually like turn on me and make it seem like I'm gonna do something to him. True, true. So in, that, so in that particular moment, I just gathered myself and I came back in. Just say, okay, we're gonna I'm gonna give you what you want. Okay, so I do regret this. I I was kind of rough when on the second round with on top of him. I ended up kind of grabbing him from the, I had kind of grabbed his arm, restrained him because he he was like into rough sex. So I was like, okay, this is what you wanted, right? Mm-hmm. 
So I was like, okay. So and within that process, I'm not gonna lie to you, I couldn't get hard because I just smelled, I just smelled shit. I'm gonna lie to you, I smelled it. Mm -hmm. I was frustrated all around with the whole situation. It made me entirely upset. Then he get, became more impatient. Each time I stuck it, stuck it in, I just kept smelling that smell. I said, oh, no, 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 no. Mm. And then what made it worse was because one of the condoms broke. So that meant I was like, <clears throat> mm -mm. I said, this ain't going to work. Yeah. And then he, this whole thing was, this is what he wanted to do. He wanted to take the time and actually watch porn. So in the living room, so we had to return back to the living room. I guess this was supposed to get me hard, supposedly. It, this is where it gets kind of weird because I remember the website. He was on both. He was on X and X, X, and also I think X videos. But the category that he was he wanted to see was teen. Mm. I said, "Oh no!" I said, "Um no." And I was like, and he was thoroughly, I guess he did, that was what his preference was because he was a guy that he's in his 60s. I think he was 68 around that time. So this was last year. I think he was 68. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So he mainly was, I guess he was just interested in younger, younger guys in general. So, and I was like, um, I didn't want to watch. I really didn't. I didn't pay much attention to it. I was just mainly just falling asleep. I was trying to fall asleep because I didn't want to be bothered with it. He had he was thoroughly enjoying it, but he was also trying to, I guess, find what all I, what categories I like. But each mm -hmm. time when I mentioned that I like a particular category, he will only stay on it for maybe a few seconds, maybe within a minute. Then he'll change back to the teen porn. I felt very uncomfortable, and I just and I ain't gonna lie to you. I think after that, I really couldn't even get hard if if I wanted to. I said I couldn't even get paid to get hard if I tried. Jesus. Because I was just like, okay, I'm not good with this. So around 6 a.m., I think he did want, he did offer to actually pay my Uber on my Uber drive again, and I appreciated it, but I ended up paying it for paying for it for myself. Mm -hmm. so I was like, okay, this ain't gonna. I'm not really feeling this. So after with all that exchange, I had to wait for my Uber ride. So this is when the other character pops up, the other guy who still wanted to hook up with me. Mm -hmm. So I ended up messaging him and I let him know that, hey, I'm still open for, you know, meeting up if you want to do that. I was just asking, like, where hotel was he located? Because he did tell me about what hotel. And of course, I had Uber. I had to rely on Uber to go where I needed to go. Mm -hmm. This guy had the audacity to see him and say, um, hey, are you trying to creep or something? Like, I guess. And what I mean by that is I he was implying that I was stalking him. This guy literally thought I was stalking him because I asked him for the location of the hotel that he said that he was at. Mind you now, a day earlier that he actually sent an invitation to me to actually go to where he wanted to go to hook up. So then when that happened, I was like, okay. So I said, apparently you with the shits too. So I, what I ended up doing, I sent him a long paragraph explaining how bruised his ego was. I told him, don't flatter yourself under no circumstances. I couldn't stalk you if I wanted to. And I said, even if I had an opportunity to have my own vehicle in Ohio, I damn sure wouldn't waste my time with trying to stalk somebody like you. You ain't even worth my time. Damn. I said, first of all, I had extended, uh, you have extended an olive branch for me to hook up with you again. You the one that did this. I only try to follow up with you on it because I just want to make sure that we were on the same page. 
But clearly, I don't know whether or not you were just feeling yourself and you just thought this was an appropriate appropriate time just to not tell somebody off. Because part of me felt like he was either just that paranoid. Mm-hmm. And I'll be honest with you, in retrospect, I got to be honest with you. When we first interacted, he did kind of, I should have took this as a red sign because he did mention that he had hooked up with a bottom that was in that same apartment that I was living in. Mm. Right. So, and then, and then I think within that particular time, he would, I think that bottom had ended up knowing his location. So uh-huh. that bottom was because he had on, I guess he had on his um, location with Grinder. He had on his grinder location his location with the grinder app. So I think with that being said, I think that right then and there, I that person was probably trying to figure out like why he was there then, but not seeing him. Mm-hmm. So I do take in consideration that that may be the case, but I just think he was very he was paranoid in general anyway. So I don't know if this was just a personal experience that he had with people just um following him supposedly, but I do feel like that was another factor that contributed to that. And then I had told him off on Grinder and on Adam for Adam because I saw his profile Adam for Adam. So I was being extra petty at this point because I said, what you're not I'm, what you're not about to do is make yourself look, try to make yourself look like I'm that desperate. I'm not that desperate. Like I said, I just want to have fun and that's all it was. Mm-hmm. Now, you the one that chose to make, have this opportunity and wanted to meet up with me. I would have been perfectly fine if we did not meet up, even though I did like his vibe. But as of how he came off, I didn't want to deal with him. Mm. So after I told him off, I think it was about a week or two later is when he actually contacted me and asked me, did I want to meet up? I said, no. <laughs> I said, no. I said, heck no, because, and he and he had some very disturbing vibes because after seeing all that what occurred, I said, I'm very thankful that I didn't go to the hotel with him that night. Because mm-hmm. he could have on me like in a in a millisecond. Yeah. So I think with that experience, I just said, okay, never again. I said, okay. I said, oh hi, yo, y'all with these goddamn characters. <laughs> See, this this is uh and way, love, yeah, and by the way, I love Ohio, but those particular people that I had dealt with, they were not, they just not were doing it for me. Yeah, hey, I understand. Like um one of uh, there's a lot that I have to, uh, I'm going to go back to, but um, yeah. the importance of like safer hookups and like knowing who you're meeting up with vetting people. I will say a lot of that is uh, coming off of the three stories that you uh, <laughs> shared because you really do have to like figure out who the hell you're meeting up with uh, on a regular basis. Make sure people ain't uh, like, crazy like psychopath and uh or stalkerish or out here hurt and trying to project their own hurt onto you it's a lot so right. it's too much to be dealing with um now i will say i i do hate the uh the fact that um uh, that uh second story the discomfort that you had to feel in that moment like i feel as though that person should have just openly been like hey i'm into scat play and just had that conversation because like to uh, create a situation where um you clearly uh, see that this person or understand that this person is not comfortable with you know um having you in the same room as them relieving themselves which is something that you have to build up to like you cannot just uh openly think okay I find this sexy, so I'm just going to go into the bathroom with this other person to watch them, you know, 
clean themselves out like without having a conversation like knowing if they'll be comfortable with that that is very abrasive that is very rude and that's way too aggressive most definitely mm-hmm. that's not if you're not into that kind of uh, that play uh, and I, I feel like myself and the rest of the audience uh, we were just like I just like we were just saying that um, he decided like to stay a little bit longer I, my inside I was like motherfucker what do you mean like it's like I'm watching the movie don't go oh. in there do not stay leave bitch leave <laughs> the fuck right. and I, yeah no <laughs> heck yeah because I'm like dude I'm like I'm just taking a squat over the toilet it ain't that serious I mean you can do the same thing if you wanted to but I was like dude at least give me some privacy here I'm like you gonna we gonna deal with each other but now you know what and I never realized that he might have been into scat play because if he found that much comfort in actually seeing me relieve myself like that, he probably was into that. Oh, and like was. I said, so to each his own, like I said, I didn't have no issue with that. But I definitely felt like he could have been more upfront with it from the mm-hmm. get go instead of, you know, I guess trying to surprise me with that, with his little, um, with that paint. Mm-hmm. I will say that. So that's the only thing I would say. They at least been more open with disclosing what you prefer to do and everything like that. Now, would I have went along with it? More than likely not, but I would still have felt more comfortable with you disclosing what you have preferred to do or what you like. I would have respected that. Like this is that communicate, people communicate. I, I cannot mm-hmm. stress that enough. Communicate what your likes and dislikes are. Communicate what your sexual interests are. That way, you don't leave somebody feeling very uh, uncomfortable or feel coerced into engaging in certain sexual acts. Like, uh, and then that part when you were just talking about how his uh, he kept going back to the teens and i know like on Pornhub and stuff like that they're talking about like people who are like 18 to 19 year olds are like 24 year olds who still look like they're 18 um Mm -hmm. for you know that fantasy Mm -hmm. but that with his age and then that would just creep me out uh, and I look internally. I was screaming, "Bitch, run the fuck up out of there!" Like yeah. you walked however many miles with that other motherfucker. You better walk <laughs> those many miles with this motherfucker. Like, get the fuck Ooh. up out of there! Leave, forties. Leave. <laughs> I don't even lie to you. I'm like, and I don't know why. Then I just did that before because I just I guess because I felt so uncomfortable I felt I really did feel like I was forced to do it because the difference was like okay this is a whole older white guy and I was so scared and kind of intimidated because I don't know how this dude was gonna act because maybe if I didn't do nothing in his favor he was gonna try to make he was gonna try to make my life somewhat crazy so I was like okay so I'm just trying to cooperate for the time being just do it like that but I definitely did not feel comfortable with that whole experience within itself. Mm-hmm. Because like I said before, I just felt like, you know, if you have your if you have your preference for certain things for certain people, that's fine and dandy. But don't try to impose it on other people. Mm, yes. That's all I'm saying. That's all I that was all I was saying. Cause like uh even in that sense, it sounds like um mentally you were in that survival state like i i need to preserve myself and in order to do so i have to 
make sure I'm pleasing this person enough. That way I'm not going to end up worse off in this situation that, because in a sense, that man, if you think about where we are as a uh, society, cultures and all that, he's the one with all the power in the fucking room. It is his place. Right. He's a white man in Ohio. Like, the man got the privilege on privilege right now. Whatever right. he says will go. <laughs> like, if, if, if y'all don't know that, uh, listeners, it's, it's, mm-hmm. look, it's, it is, it's a thing. But like, he had all the power in the situation in in a way it makes sense for you to like want to um do as he says in order to not make him too uncomfortable so that you can make sure you can make it out of there alive or make it out of there unscathed or um just make it out (laughs) Uh, but like you know it's it's a lot now in terms of the the last dude yeah, the the paranoia um mm-hmm. is is too much. Like if yeah. if it is if it was because he like ghosted uh someone else that was in the neighborhood or that um person was like his stalker for real for real, block the person. Like know who you're talking mm-hmm. to. Like okay. that's it. Like I purposely do not delete. Well, sometimes I do um, delete old conversations on apps, but the uh, majority of the time I don't just in case if I uh, click on that profile again, I know exactly who I'm speaking to. Now, if someone blocks me and unblock me, I probably won't know. But this is also the reason why I ask people to send me a face pic because I need to know who you are. And if I don't know who the fuck you are, then and you're not willing to send something then that means you're not the person i need to be meeting up with even if we met up in the past because mm-hmm. if i don't remember you and you think oh all this um like I- i'm entitled to meet up with you again no fam i have no idea who the fuck you are like you might be one of those people i'm just like never again like it's, it wasn't worth it the first time or they creeped me out or they uh, were too aggressive or like it wasn't going to be a thing to begin with. So I need to know who the fuck is reaching out to me. Uh, Like uh, this is, I guess my Ohio story. Like uh, there was some uh, person, I think they were pro football player, but I'm not going to guarantee that's who it was because the mofo had a whole handle that was like driving him around and all this other stuff. It, I just don't know um, Mm -hmm. for real, for real. Um, And we were supposed to meet up. Well, we did meet up actually, and it didn't go as planned. And uh, because it didn't go as planned, I guess it turned him off or whatever. But we were still in communication. And I was like, well, since I was doing some job interviews because I was planning on moving to Ohio, uh, I came back to the city and I was like, look, I'm here. Uh, if you want to meet up, we can. And I don't know what happened. It, it, it just, he, instantly became a flake it's like no matter how much i like was like it's this i'm the same dude like we can meet up or uh send me a message he'll send me a message saying well i need you to meet me here and i'm like but i'm here while i go 30 minutes out of the way when we're pretty much in the same city (laughs) like that kind of stuff it's like 
I'm not a new person. We've had conversations before. We met up before. So there should not be an issue here. Why is there supposedly an issue now? So it's all kinds of craziness. Um, But I will say I do have some positive experiences in Ohio as well. But that's for another day, hopefully, if we ever come back to it. Because at this point, uh, because it is getting late in the episode, let's go ahead and get into some Never Have I Ever. Are you ready, good sir? Oh, yeah. Perfect. So let's see what we got here. Never Have I Ever Had Sex in the Woods. Oh, um, actually, I did. Ooh, how was that? It was very, it was terrible. Oh, <laughs> it was terrible. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. It was terrible. The guy that I linked, it was terrible. I ain't gonna lie to you. And I love nature, but I don't even think it was nature's fault. Nature's fault mm-hmm. at this point. It was just the lack of preparation, and I was a lack of preparation on both ends. Because I will say this, so this particular guy, we decided to hook up, I guess, somewhere, I guess it was somewhere on his family property. Mm -hmm. So it was like in the very back of the woods and around, you know, I was basically, I was going to be the bottom and he wanted to top me, right? Mm -hmm. But the problem was I didn't have my little hoe bag, my handy dandy hoe bag. Mm -hmm. So I had no lube, I didn't have no condom. So I asked him, like, hey, do you by chance got lube or condom? He said no. And the only thing he said he can think of as a lubricant was basically saliva. So basically, I had to give him head just so it can be lubed up. I'm like, oh, Lord. What made it, no, what made it even worse, I think the dude was around 12 inches. I, I ain't going to lie to you. Yeah, and I was like, oh, no, this ain't going to work. So each time he tried to penetrate me, it hurt. I was like, no, I can't do this. Mm. So it was a very terrible experience. That because, sounds terrible. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you good. It it really was a terrible experience. Like I said, I would not mind having sex in the woods again, but I would have to be more prepared. Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, uh, I, I would not even try that either. Spit is not lube, y'all. Spit does not make the best lube. Don't do it. Don't do it. You can use that on yourself, but when it comes to penetration, don't do that spit. Most definitely, if it's mm-hmm. anal penetration, don't do that spit, y'all. Please don't. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a lot. Now, um, I'm asking this question for the audience as well as for myself. This person, are they in Georgia? Yes. Are you still in communication with this person? Not anymore. Uh-uh. I decided to cut all ties with that person. Damn, because I was about to say, look, feel free to pass that information to the audience. That they can... <laughs> oh, oh, let me oh, stop. Let me stop. Let me yeah, stop. He, yeah, no, he, I should have kept his number. He was really an attractive guy. He really was very attractive. What's funny is I actually met him years prior to this experience, to this, actually, because he used to work somewhere at a store. Mm-hmm. But we didn't really have no interaction then. So it was quite funny when I ended up seeing him again. Because I was like, because around that time when I first met him, I said, oh, dang, he handsome. I said, dang, he's attractive. And I was like, oh, okay. But I said, I knew I wasn't going to. I said, I didn't never think I was going to ever hook up with somebody like that. And I said, here we are. I said, dang, okay. Okay, better you better pull these motherfuckers. We love to see that. <laughs> Look, well, you never know. 
if uh, you might as well like if you still interested and want to go back down that route, you might as well. Because yeah. look, it was a lack of preparation rather mm-hmm. than like is he an asshole or some shit? He where repeat that one time. I said, was is he like some type of asshole or some shit? No, 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 not at all. No, what it was, I think this is what it was. Mm-hmm. So because he didn't work that the way it was, because I guess because he was so I guess upset with how the anal sex went went about. Because I guess he was upset because he didn't enjoy it. He, me and him, did not enjoy it because of the lack of preparation. Because mm-hmm. I was hurting, I was really hurting down there. Because he was too big down there. Yes. So I, to you. I still gotta get used to that. So mm-hmm. basically, I think that's why we I decided to cut ties because I know most guys I end up meeting, they're the type of people that sometimes don't like to deal with bottoms who I guess who can't take it that way. Mm-hmm. And I understandable and I respect that. So I guess he didn't want to deal with anybody who he felt like that couldn't handle it. I said, well, I guess I couldn't handle that 12 inch challenge. That's fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> facts, facts. I'm with you there. But I, the thing is, this is for those people who may um <clears throat> have that mentality that oh the bottom has to handle it or the person that you're penetrating you know have to handle it um you have to ease people into that so like even like in your situation with the, most definitely without the um the lube you cannot just you know think that okay after five minutes i can go all out no you have to give a person's body time to get used to um your your sexual organ um you have to like properly prepare for something like that um because look 12 is a lot and even if it's um 12 and thin that's still a a good bit if it's 12 and thick that's a lot (laughs) that's a lot more than that so it's like you, you really do have to give the body time to adjust and even the lack of lube can make it even worse most definitely when it comes to like anal tearing there's so much shit to that um so i don't blame you You, i do what's best for you um again feel free to share that info (laughs) like what store (laughs) what store do i need to go visit i'm just i'm I'm messing with you you. um not playing these games (laughs) I, i have a limit um so we definitely don't have enough time to do a mm-hmm. would you rather because uh, I want to do a would you rather. So I'm going to do this would you rather, but okay. uh, let's try to make this as quick as possible. Then we'll close out the show. Okay. So would you rather sleep with the first person who hits on you in a bar or sleep with the first person who hits on you at a bookstore? At a bookstore. I'm I'm with you there. <laughs> I would rather do the bookstore too. Um, mm. Why for you? Well, for me, because I never, I probably, I would never probably go to a bar. Mm. I think for me to go to a bar because I don't really consume alcohol like that. Now, the only time I may consume alcohol is probably like if I'm drinking wine. And if I'm drinking wine, especially at an excessive amount, I probably it's probably because I'm just stressing aggravated right now. Mm. And I just need, I just need some time to myself. Mm-hmm. But I would, I would much rather say a bookstore because I think it would give you that. Well, for me, when I see a book, going to a bookstore, you get learned by the person just by all the content that they're reading. Mm-hmm. So into different contexts of that person, it makes it very interesting. And then sometimes, you know, like I said, it's very interesting when you interact with people in those type of environments because they can put on much more than what they than what is given. So mm-hmm. that's why. I, 
I'd much rather with someone that's at a bookstore. See, for me, uh, I I can't, similar to what you were saying, like for uh, I will prefer the bookstore because if they're flirting with me there, um, that just means that we can have an actual conversation. Right. Like it's not going to be fixated in like sex or just drinking or anything like that. We can talk about the books that they like, the books that I like, mm -hmm. uh, even some TV shows that they may like or not like if they watch TV. Like we can have full on conversation, get to know each other on the spot without having to worry about all the loud noises in the background, all the random shit that might be happening in the bar, somebody about to fuss and fight and, all the, and cut somebody out. Don't have to worry about that. Well, this is America, so um, <laughs> it's hard to tell what you can and cannot worry about in any given um, social and public space. But I do not imagine there being any real uh, issue with, you know, having like any barriers of communication within like a bookstore. Um, there's a lot that you can develop on in that space. And hopefully whoever that first person is, is like, hmm, Oh, dude from your um from the woods. Let me stop. <laughs> oh my goodness. I mean, it would be nice if it was him, but I don't even think he's a bookstore kind of person. Honestly, I don't think he will use book. <laughs> well, may you walk into him sometime soon, and y'all randomly catch up. Um, Thank you. <laughs> um, on that note, is there any last words that you'd like to share with the audience? I would like to first give a. Huge thanks to the lovely host and to the audience that are currently tuning in. It was a pleasure speaking with all of y'all, and I hope y'all have a great and a great day. And may your life be filled with horniness and just sex. Yes, yes, I love that. What he said. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, thank you all so much for listening to the Holy Loki podcast where we step out and speak on sexuality. Just in case no one else told you this today, you are beautiful, you are worthy of happiness and joy, you are enough and then some. You may not live up to the expectations of others, but that is okay. You are only required to walk in your own shoes. May each day you live lead you towards abundance. With that said, love you all and see you next episode. Bye. Have a good one. Thank you for listening to the Holiloquy Podcast, where we step out and speak on sexuality. You can subscribe to the podcast through your favorite podcasting app and find us on the web at www.holiloquy.com. That's www.h-e-a-u-x-l-i-l-o-q-u-y.com. Share the podcast with your friends and join the conversation.